Listener Production. Please leave your message after the tone. Why am I jealous of my ex? I am so stressed all the time. How do I get into a routine? Is TikTok making me anxious? I think I'm being manipulated. Someone told me you could live with half a brain. This is Do You Fucking Mind? Mindset Hacks for a Badass Life. Hosted by me, Alexis Fernandez. Hello, my beautiful beans, and welcome to the episode of today. So in today's episode, I am going to be talking about ins and outs. You can, it can be ins and outs for 2024, but it's just my ins and outs for this current point in time. I also did a little call out on my Instagram and asked for your ins and outs as well as I find you guys to be really insightful oftentimes very funny. I just love your input in general. So if you want to give input, make sure that you're following. Well, I did this one on my personal page, which is at Alexis Predez on Instagram or the um, podcast page, which is DYFM podcast at DYFM podcast. So good times. There's a lot of interaction going on there, a lot of question and answers and polls and stuff. So jump on it and interact because I absolutely love hearing from you guys. But We're going to start with my personal ins and outs, and then we'll touch on everything you guys have to say. We're going to start with outs, I thought. Good times. Okay, let's get straight into it. I've got like uh, 10 to 13 of each. There's Look, there's way more than this, but I thought this is just going to go forever if I have like a thousand outs and a thousand ins. So we're diving in. Starting with outs. The first one, arguing with randoms on social media. Can anyone be bothered? Can anyone be bothered? And who is arguing? And would you have this exact same argument if it was face-to-face in person? I just find that like normally when people disagree on something in person, there's obviously some skerrick of respect. There's some level of like you're a human being, so I'll kind of treat you like one. And you kind of listen to each other. You're semi at times polite. On social media, because there's no face to the name, well, there is if you just clicked on the person's profile, but like the way people talk to each other, I find that these comments are more so on the less, like relatively trivial things in the scheme of life. Like people will absolutely rinse and bully and verbally abuse someone for having a different opinion on them in Formula One. Like the amount of energy that you have to invest in that blows my mind. And not just like writing one nasty comment because there's lots of that, but then to go back and reply to the person who said something bad to you and then there's a full conversation with a stranger on the other side. Anyway, that's out for me at least. Not that I ever did it, but it's for sure out. The next one is character assassination as a way of communicating your frustrations to somebody. Like when you're like, well, you're a fucking idiot. You're this, you're that. Saying something about someone's character when you are annoyed about something that they have done. So instead of saying, I'm really frustrated that yet again, you've done this same thing when we discussed it and this and that. You're like, well, you're a fuckwit because of this and that. You're an idiot. You're stupid. All these things that people do and people do this in, you know, conversations with their partners, that's an out. So if you're someone that does that, maybe this is an opportunity to take an inventory into your own behavior and be like, hey, maybe I shouldn't, maybe (laughs) things wouldn't get so volatile in our relationship is instead of calling my partner a moron, I just said, I don't like that you did this. Next one. This is a huge one for me. 
and it's just gone on for absolutely ever and it grinds my gears and it is expect this is mainly targeted at women but expecting women to share your moral high ground purely because they have a vagina but not upholding men or anyone of any other gender to that same moral expectation right so you either have a moral compass that everyone needs to abide by or you don't but being like oh well it's girl code and she should have done this but not caring that the male counterpart in this whole thing was you know acting up and doing whatever for example an affair you know someone sleeps with your part your boyfriend your husband and it's like but she this she's that she should have she's you know girl code all this bullshit what about human code like fuck off you either have a crazy expectation on every stranger or you don't but to have an expectation for women specifically to share your moral high ground and if they don't oh my god but the, but a man doesn't have to like you either have it or you don't okay next one is this is already an out but no one's really abiding by it and it's asking women repeatedly when they plan on having a child i get asked all the fucking time all the time when I'm planning on having a child because I'm like reaching my mid-30s. It's like, brother, you will know pretty quickly, pretty fucking quickly when I'm having that child. It will show pretty quickly. I will eventually have a child in my arms for you to be asking is pretty redundant, okay? It's either going to happen or not. And it's kind of like a, a now like a conversation that people have. It's like you don't know the battles that people are going through. You don't know if, A, someone might not have been going through battles, they're just not interested in having a child. B, they might want one just not right now, they're over-talking about it. Or C, they might be actively trying and having all these things going on and you asking it is just really, come on, when are you having a child? And they're like, can't, I'm fucking trying. Like, fuck off. You know, there's so many reasons. I just don't understand why. Anyway, the next one is calling childless women selfish. How is it selfish? How is it selfish? I just don't understand. Like, even, like, even objectively looking at it, I don't understand how that could be a selfish act. If you want to be selfless, foster a child. But no, you want to have and this is human nature. I'm not I'm not dissing it, but I'm dissing this mentality. People want to have their own DNA, their own child. Why? Cuz you want a mini me. That's what you want. But that's not selfish. But someone who doesn't have a child is selfish, right? So if you really want to be selfless, don't birth your own child. Go take care of somebody else's child. Oh, you don't want to do that. Why not? Because you're not selfless, which is fine. But then don't call someone who doesn't want a child fucking selfish. Anyway, my outs are really just doing my head in. Next one. Thinking that being called out for something is harassment. If you're going to dish something out and then someone calls you out on your behavior or on what you said, and then you being like, you're harassing me. That's not harassment. That's just someone calling you out for what you did or dishing out what you've been serving up. That's all it is. Like if you're going to gossip about someone you know or someone you don't know and then someone pulls you up on it, they're not attacking you. They're just saying you've gone and done this thing, which is all well and good, but you've got to accept it when I also give it back to you. So it's not harassment. People need to be clear on what harassment actually is. Another thing that's out is paralyzing FOMO. Let's bring in JOMO, the joy of missing out. Let's enjoy our own company. Let's not feel like we have to be in a thousand places every time. Let's release that pressure from ourselves. This is the year to enjoy 
being able to not be at an event or not be somewhere and for it not to paralyze you, but instead for you to be like, I'm okay with people having fun and me not being there. I'm okay with just sitting in my own space. I'm going to enjoy this. Like JOMO is a thing now, apparently. I love it. The next one is people labeling everything as trauma. I know that I joke about trauma as in like trauma about something happening, but when people legitimately talk about, oh, I went through this hard thing, it was traumatic. Trauma is actually a very, very, very intense thing that has a proper definition behind it. I need to do a whole episode on trauma. So to label something as just a difficult time in your life as trauma is then kind of, I think, playing down real trauma, okay? And people say, oh, well, we all have our own experiences, which is true. Someone's legitimate trauma is going to be different to someone else's legitimate trauma. But even in the realm of us all having our own experiences, you just going through something difficult is not necessarily trauma. It's a difficult time. But the definition of trauma by the American Psychological Association, the APA, which is massive internationally, is trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event like an accident, crime, or natural disaster. Reactions such as shock and denial are typical. Okay. We're talking about a terrible event. So a lot of people will label many other things as trauma when in reality it's it's different. Okay. Hustle culture. That's the next one. Hustle culture. This you know, glorification of needing to be busy. And if you're not busy, well, what are you doing with your time? You're this, you're that, you know, like you don't have to hustle all the time. If you want to, that's fine. But I think it's just out, this need to always be busy and always be working your ass off. You don't have to, you can enjoy your life. You can enjoy your time. You can have an entire afternoon off. You can have a nap, a caffeine nap, if you like. People loved the caffeine nap in the whole naps brain fact that I did. And then the last one for my outs is feeling guilty for changing your dreams, like your dreams that you have for yourself and for your life. I think so many people will cling on to like a dream that they had for so much longer and it just doesn't serve them anymore because they feel this self-guilt, like I've invested so much of my life, my identity has been wrapped around this, I can't quit now. And then also a guilt externally in the sense that everyone knows me as this thing or people have supported me on this journey. People have supported me financially or, you know, by helping me in other ways and now I just feel so guilt. It's it's human nature to evolve and evolve and evolve and especially – I mean, you're always welcome to change what you want to do. But especially if it's not working for you, people support you because they love you. Well, they should support you because they love you. When you do a favor for someone, the true definition of a favor is not expecting something in return. You're doing something out of the goodness of your heart. So when people support you and do all these favors for you, it's because they care about you. Okay, some people might have this crazy investment into that dream and will be sad, but really it should be because they're supporting you as a human being. But if something's not working out for you, if it's not working out the way you wanted it to, if it's not serving you, then people, everyone accepts that. So for you to stay in something longer and feel this terrible guilt to change your mind is only going to cause you the maximum amount of suffering and other people will be like, oh, that's nice. They're enjoying this dream that they're having when in reality you're suffering and doing it to appease other people and these other people might not even realize that you're doing it for them. So we're getting rid of this guilt for changing our dreams. We're ever-evolving beings. You are welcome to change your mind as often as you want. 
Now let's go into my ins for the year. And the first one is one of the biggest ones and it's food related and I'm obsessed with it. And my grandmother actually used to make this for breakfast for my sister and myself and my cousins. And it is rye bread, like toasted. You can also do it with sourdough. Both are good, but it's got to, it can't be like a nice white, soft, squishy bread. It's got to be like a bread that's got some sort of, you know, sourness to it. It's got to have that to it. I don't know why. Don't tell me why, but it's got to be, and it's got to be a harder bread. So rye toast, it's got to be toasted. Sour cream, thick spread of sour cream and thinly sliced radish, right? And then cracked pepper and salt. Try it. This will change your life. I made it once and Tyrone was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, this is really, really good. I haven't had it for years. I'm so excited. He's like, that looks disgusting. And then he walked away. Then he came back and he's like, can I have a bite of that? Had a bite. He's like, oh my God. I made him one and that same day he probably made himself five serves of the same thing. It's so, so good. Next one, not related to food, admitting that you don't know something. I find it really attractive when someone's like, I don't know the answer to that or when they have an argument and they say, no, no, that's not what happened. This happened. And you're like, no, I'm pretty sure this happened because of this. And then the person says, you know what? You might be right. I'm a bit unclear on that or I haven't really, yeah, no, you might be right. That is like so attractive and not just when other people do it, I like myself when I'm able to do that. I feel like, oh, the weight, so liberating. The weight just gets, instead of digging, like doubling down and digging deep, being like, oh, I'm right. If you actually don't know the answer, do you know how liberating it is to be like, actually, I don't know the answer. You've released yourself. You've released any, like, oh, I love it. I love it. More, more of that to come. The next one is, this is mainly for me, Putting something away after taking it out, whether it be in the kitchen or the wardrobe or whatever, saves you so much time in the future. It makes you happier. Your space is tidier. It's a big in for this year. The next one is for your sake, allowing someone else to have the last word in an argument. That's an in for me. Sometimes it serves for many reasons. I think sometimes we think we have to have the last word. We have to have the last word. So we wanted our, we were heard and we. No, you don't. No, you don't. And sometimes it's so like it keeps the argument going for longer than what it needs to. You sometimes will say something that maybe you didn't mean just to have the last say. You will speak out of frustration or out of like a reaction instead of speaking what you truly mean. And also sometimes allowing the other person to say the last word, especially if they said something that you think was mean or inappropriate or whatever. The last thing is often what kind of resonates substantially in that person's mind. The same goes for when someone insults you. If someone insults you, just sit in silence for a little bit because that is so awkward for the person that's just insulted you. They're like, say something, I've just said something really, really," and you just sit there in silence. Or better yet, you say, what? And then they say it again. So it's sometimes really nice for your own peace of mind to be like, this is a battle that I don't need to be fighting doesn't matter if I win, if it's at the cost of my mental health, if it's at the cost of me being in the foulest mood, if it's at the cost of me having demons for what I said to this person when I didn't really want to say that thing. Let someone else have the last word. Trust me, there's no right or wrong in arguing. So if someone walks away being like, I won the argument, that's just an arbitrary fake thing that doesn't even exist. It's two people expressing how they feel about something. There's no winning or losing in an argument. And if you feel that way, then you're probably a bad arguer, okay, if that's even a word. 
If you feel that there's like a winner and a loser in an argument, then you're probably not a very pleasant person to argue with, I would imagine. Maybe you are, but in general, it's about let's both seek to understand each other. Let's both get our point across. Some people are great at arguing because they, a good arguer is someone who genuinely is interested in what the other person has to say and they're intrigued. They're like, yeah, but I want to know how you got to that thought. Tell me more. Explain. Interesting. Okay, cool. What about, but have you looked at it? That's a good argument, right? Or a debate if you want to call it. Anyway, next one is preserving your peace of mind as your daily priority. That's a huge in. And this comes from what I was just talking about with the arguments. It also comes from, am I going to engage in this thing? Am I going to be, you know, talking about that topic? Am I going to be gossiping like I normally gossip? Am I going to be, you know, if every day you say, my main aim today is to preserve my peace of mind. That is the main aim of the day. You'll be amazed at how just priming yourself at the start of the day, how it will positively impact the rest of the day. Next one is baby pickled cucumbers. They're so fucking good. They're so fucking good. And olives, obviously, but those ones. I'm so obsessed. I've got jars and jars in the fridge of these little baby pickled cucumbers, like little baby pickles, basically. I get home and before I can even function, I have to pump like, I have to smash like 10 of these and then I'm good. I literally am salivating when I'm walking to my front door because every day I have to eat like a whole bunch of pickles. Okay. Massive in. The next one is learn how to commit to something and really commit. I've got an episode that's coming up all about commitment and what that really means, but it's basically you saying, I'm choosing to do this. A commitment is a choice. If you are forced to do something, it's not really a commitment because you're forced to do it. You have no other option. Okay. But to commit to something is a choice. And it's saying, I am choosing to do this over everything else right now. I'm committing to seeing my friend that day and not canceling on them like I normally do. And I'm going to choose to put them above everything else for that one hour. I'm committing to doing this for my body, my health, my mental health. I'm committing, committing out of choice. Do that more often for yourself, for the people that you love. The next one is coconut scented incense. So good. Love incense. Found a coconut scented one. Amazing. Next one is matcha tea. Everyone's talking about it. And we should continue to talk about it because it's so good for you. It's got heaps of L-theanine. It calms you down while increasing your focus. So if you're someone, I mean, caffeine's great. I'm a fan. But if you're someone that's like, I don't do coffee because I get really jittery. Some people just they physically don't react great to coffee, caffeine. Matcha is very, very, very good. Green tea, that kind of thing. The next one is knowing when to quit. Let's really know when to quit. Let's take more inventories of our life, of our day, and really know when to quit at something. Look at a situation and be like, these things are not working for me and I'm keeping them in my life for like old time's sake or for reasons that used to work but no longer do. You need to know when to quit. It saves you so much time. The next one is caffeine naps. I think I already mentioned this in this episode, but caffeine naps where you have a coffee, then you sleep, you sleep for like 20 to 30 minutes and then when you wake up from the nap, not only are you feeling refreshed from the nap, but that's when the caffeine's kicking in and bang, you're alert, you feel great, you can get into, you know, a work task, anything that requires, you know, more focus and productivity. The next one is flash in photos. That's Zoe gave me that one, my editor. She edits all my videos for socials and stuff. And she 
was talking about flashing photos and I love that one and it's very true. And then, of course, the last one, how can I not talk about this? This is something that I've shared with you a thousand times, but it's screen-free mornings as in at least for the first hour of the day to not be on your phones. I'll make it easier for you. You can have screens. How about for the first hour of the day just not be on social media or emails? One hour. It's so doable. And if you can stretch it to two, stretch it to two. Now, what I'm going to do is go over some of your ins and outs. These are the ins. We're going to start with ins. I'm just going to rattle through a bunch of them, okay? Rattle them off. More time outdoors, beach walks, and DYFM podcast episodes. Spending time and energy only on people who also spend their time and energy on me. Being more present. Having a backbone and sticking up for yourself to everybody and welcoming this confrontation. That's a good one. I like that, to welcome confrontation. Because it doesn't mean to be like in your face aggressive, but you're welcoming standing up to somebody and maybe saying something that makes someone else uncomfortable to protect yourself. The idea of no two days off in a row when you're forming a new habit. I love that one. Early morning wake-ups. Taking a sick day for mental health. True authentic love. Consistency, overnight oats, being in water, creating boundaries and not moving them, replying to texts from my friends. That's such a good one. Alone time. There's heaps, heaps, heaps of ones for meditation. Running. It's finally a health trend in 2024. I can get behind that. I love running so much. Saying no. Movement that feels good not because you think you should do it, loving your single life, solo camping trips, standing by my decisions, not forcing anything, balance. I love these. These are so good. I'm going to save them all in a little, um, like, screenshots in a little folder so I can look back on all your beautiful suggestions. And then we've got the outs. Ah, these are good. Numbing emotions with substances rather than allowing myself to feel them. Working for a company that makes me feel so underappreciated and unrecognized. Absolutely. Overdoing it. Late night scrolling and toxic people. Alcohol and fast food. And counting calories. Absolutely. Caving into being mistreated because it's easier not to confront. Disapproval from others whose opinion has no merit. Blaming others for my own behavior. Great. Situationships. Boring cunts. Dragons. <laughs> Sorry, my friend just wrote dragons because she's just, just dodged a massive bullet with a really toxic person and we were labeling this person a dragon. So she's just wrote dragons. Love that so much. Toxic friendships. Taking a stupid number of supplements every day. Judgment. Negative self-talk. Low vibrational thoughts. Overcommitment. Time-wasting more negative self-talk, people-pleasing, fuck ya, yeah. <laughs> being reactive, financial anxiety, caring about what other people think, hope as a weak dog referring to an ex, being busy all the time, not taking time to just be, people that don't add value to my life, self-doubt when it comes to career, procrastination, there's been heaps of procrastination ones, Getting my nails done. So that's an out, getting your nails done. Yeah, I kind of feel that. I'm, I wouldn't have got my nails done. You guys know how much I love getting my nails done. 
But I went and got them done the other day and I'm like, this is just eaten such a big chunk of my day and I just spent so, so much money on this. Should I keep committing? I don't know. It's making me question it. We'll, we'll see. You guys will see if you watch, if you watch any of my socials. Uh, sacrificing my happiness for someone else to be happy. A messy space. Drinking. There's a lot of people where drinking isn't out. So if this is your sign to maybe also take a hiatus on drinking, maybe maybe you can do it with all these other people. Messaging your ex. Dressing for other people. Ins and outs are an out. <laughs> Brilliant. Negative self-talk and doubt. And lemons, as in I'm guessing toxic lemons, not the actual like citrus fruit. Draining people. Pity parties. Ignoring red flags. Lying to myself about red flags. One-sided friendships, overusing social media, staying in spaces that bore you, and then more of limiting beliefs. These are great. Guys, I love this. Thank you for sending in your ins and outs. I think it's also good to do your own version of an in and out. Like, yes, it's a trend and all that shit, and we love a good trend, but I think it's really important to do your own ins and outs as far as taking a look at what do I no longer think is right for me because I think oh this I could just go on a tangent so I won't because <laughs> there's so much I could say about this topic but I think it's okay to say this used to work for me in the past but it doesn't work for me now so even though this exercise is like a trend on social media and all of that I think it's still good to even in your own time look at like what has changed for me what did I think was in before and it could be superficial stuff like style and whatever but it could be a lot deeper things like beliefs and and relationships and what you value and what you don't value. And it's it's important to do this inventory because we are always evolving and it's it's fine to say that was the best thing for what I knew at the time or for who I was at the time, but now it's not, so it's out. And now something I'm willing to welcome into my life might be something that I used to laugh at or criticize and that's okay. You know, I think it's good to admit these things to ourselves so we're able to proceed forward in our life in the most productive and healthiest way possible for our mental health. So give it a go, even in your own time. What are your ins and outs? You can share it with your friends. You can just do a little inventory in your head. And if you don't like ins and outs, if it's a, if it's an out for you, then maybe just do a thing of like, what am I no longer taking forward and what am I willing to welcome in? Amazing. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to your brain. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke. Danke. 